Coach Faith Ann. Let's get our minds right with Thoughts of Faith. Welcome back to the Thoughts of Faith podcast. I am Faith Ann, and today we have our first guest on the podcast, my dear friend Haley Kenyon, who we've been friends for over a year and a half now on social media. That just like blows my mind. We've never met in person yet. I think of you as such a dear friend and someone who I just really admire and treasure um, as a friend. So thank you so much for being on this podcast and just wanting to shed your light on it and what God is like revealing to us both through the awe of God, which we'll get into. But first, Haley, would you just share a little bit about you for people to get to know you? Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I like, I love that you said we haven't met in person yet because that day is coming and it's yes. so good. Um, yeah. So I'm Haley Kenyon and I live on the opposite coast as Faith. So mm-hmm. I'm on the West Coast. I'm in California. Um, and I currently am Miss Vacaville in Northern California. And my platform is cultivating a trauma informed community. And I'm really passionate about that because of some of the things that I've walked through in my own journey with mental health and faith um, and love. I'm also a youth leader. So I love just being able to like speak into the lives of young people in regards to things like fear. And um, my blog is Sound Mind Society. And so that is like really my heart and my passion project. Um, and it's just, it's off of second Timothy one seven. So for God to not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love and sound mind. Um, and I'm just here, here to party. (laughs) Oh, and I feel like that's what really connected us in the first place, which was just our heart for encouraging people to live as who they were created to be really. Mm -hmm. And like just, um, overcome fear, like the the deconstructive fears, right? The um, ones that don't serve us, obviously like the fear of the Lord um, is a constructive fear. And we'll get into that a little bit more too. But so often um, fear and anxiety can plague our, our being. And that's not the way we were designed to operate. And so um, helping people do that, um, live in such a way where they're, they're confident, right? They're, they're fearing God and they're, um, lessening themselves and dependency on self and dependency on God and having him reign right on the throne of their life is something that we, we really are passionate about. And so today we kind of connected on this podcast called the off God podcast by John Revere. And, Whenever we listened to it, there was a couple of things that stood out. And Haley, I was wondering if you could share um, that scripture that you read just a minute ago before we hopped on, because it was so profound. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so it's Joshua 24 verses 14 and 15. Um, and this is kind of at the end of Joshua's life, like after they had crossed the Jordan River and the walls of Jericho and all that fun stuff. And he's like nearing the end of his life. And so verse 14 says, so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshiped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? 
But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Yeah. Isn't that so true that we all have free will and the choice of like who we're going to serve in this life? Yeah. And I love how also the podcast said, and you brought this up too, we love a lot of things, but we don't fear Yeah. Them. And so that element of like just being so in awe of God mm-hmm. and not just loving him. What do you, what do you think about that element of like having that awe and not just loving God? Yeah. I think, I think the, without the awe and without that fear, we don't walk in obedience. And yeah. I think there's kind of like different, there's aspects to it. Like, of course we love God. Of course we like have this like deep emotional, like friendship and intimacy with Jesus. But I think there's something much deeper about like a fear of the Lord. And I just know from my own personal experience, like I've kind of experienced that. Like, I don't know if you've ever had like moments in worship or like moments with the Lord where you're like, oh my gosh, I like feel this fear, this like the creator Mm -hmm. of the universe, like all powerful, like God is like, draws near to me. Like there's something that makes us just want to like obey him. And like, that's, I think of the verse often, like his kindness leads us to repentance and like love that God pours out on us. It demands a response. And that like, sometimes we think it's like this fluttery, like fluffy love, but it's actually this like deep rooted awe and like respect and this fear that enables us to like choose like am I going kind of like this verse talks about if it says um wait hold on I want to read sure um it says but if you refuse to serve the Lord then choose today whom you will serve so you're Mm -hmm. going to be serving somebody no matter what in this specific scripture talks about like the gods of their ancestors so like generational curses or the gods of the Amorites like the the present cultural gods like or the Lord, like you have to choose who you're going to serve and who's it going to be. And I think Mm. we overlook like the protection and the freedom that's actually found when we obey God's word. And when we live our lives out of that revere and out out of that revere and awe of who he is. Yes. What, what do you think makes people forget that? Like, I know there's seasons in my life where it's been so easy for me to just like forget it. And then other seasons where it's been so prominent Mm. in my life. So what do you think causes the forgetfulness? I think, well, that is such a good question. And I think there are a lot of elements to it. Um, And I think oftentimes it's, it's a heart posture, of course. And like, where are we spending time with God? I think the first thing that came to mind when you said that was like a lot of times, like unrepentant, like sin in our lives, where there's like an area of blockage because like if God is perfect, like he cannot exist where sin is. And so I think for me, whenever I don't feel that or when I feel like I can't get to that point of like encountering the Lord or like having like feeling his presence on my life, I'm like, okay, what is it? It's so kind of like a red flag of like, what is it inside of me? That's like, there. there's like this blockage here. And oftentimes it's like a heart posture. It's a mindset it's a lie. It's shame. It's something that needs to be like repented of and like worked through to be able to get back to that place of intimacy. And not to say like, I want to make it clear that it's not something that we're like striving for. Like this isn't like, we don't have to earn any of this. And I also think maybe another like turn off to living with that kind of like fear of the Lord or that awe of God would be just the way we view God. 
Like we yeah. see him as this, like something, it's not saying to be afraid of him to mm-hmm. like, he's not this like micromanaging father who's like over our shoulders, constantly pointing out everything we do wrong and every misstep we make. Um, and I think a lot of times we can see God in that, in that way, especially if we don't, if we've had like experiences where we don't have a perfect father, which none of us do, but where, mm-hmm. where our father was angry or different things like that, we can kind of project that on to God. Um, and I think that that is another huge blockage when, when it comes to living in the awe of God. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with all that. And, um, some, some people I feel like view God either one or two ways. It's like too much. Mm-hmm. If there can't be a too much fear where yeah. they, they're like scared of him and we shouldn't be scared of him to the point where we withdraw from him and want to hide mm-hmm. like that's not the type of fear like we're talking about it's like the awe of him or on or they're on like this other side and they don't fear him whatsoever and it's like they like scripture says you know we're not called to like sin more so that grace may abound more like right. that's not it, you know and we don't want to take advantage of God either so it's like this healthy balance of fear mm-hmm. and awe yeah. uh, that we're never going to strike perfectly mm-hmm. but relating it to the uh, earthly father like mm-hmm. you said um it is so true that sometimes we can view our heavenly father in how we view our earthly father and so if you don't have a healthy relationship with your earthly father that's important to heal right mm-hmm. so that you can view god appropriately but if we think about an earthly father i i heard this analogy one time and it was like let's say you did something wrong and there's like two ways that you can think about your dad when he finds out that you did this thing wrong mm-hmm. like you call him and he say you you think like oh my gosh my dad's going to kill me. Like I did this thing wrong. Like he is going to kill me. And she's like, should I call him? Should I not? Like, he's going to kill me. And then the other reaction could be like, oh man, I messed up. I need to call my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's the one that you get, even though, you know, you might get disciplined and yeah. that's like, but he's always there and he's caring and like, he's so powerful enough to help you like out of the situation. So like, you need to call dad. Um, and earthly fathers we wouldn't think our great fathers if they just like let us do whatever without any discipline right also and I think like that's important it's like we know we like we love justice and like we like believe that punishment like is important for people that do wrong and so in the way of like training up a child we expect a father or mother really you know but to do that Mm-hmm. um to discipline and like train up kids well in the way that they should go same thing with our heavenly father if there was no correction and disciplining us whenever we sinned and were um falling away from him then it just wouldn't add up right yeah it's that yeah, balance. yeah i think it's that balance and it's that tension of like 
um, because if we can view, we can be so like, it's all this way or it's all that way. So it's like, it's all God's wrath or it's all like love G like Jesus loves you. Yeah. you know? There's like yep. the reality is, is like, God is so perfect and so holy and sin cannot exist in his presence. And his wrath is real and he is a God yeah. of justice and he's jealous for us. And mm -hmm. because he loved us so much, he also wanted to be in right relationship with us and sent his son, Jesus to yeah. take on all of that wrath so that we could be in relationship with him and experience perfect love with the person of Jesus. And so I think being able to hold really like those really complex things at the same time is kind of what can help get us to that middle point of like, it's not God's all mad at me at one moment and he loves me the next. It's like, no, God himself is so perfect that he cannot exist in the same, like sin cannot exist around him. And also I get to be in, in relationship with him and I get to be seen as holy because of like the blood of Jesus and what that covered on the cross for me. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think, and I think a lot of Christianity is that way, like where we want to put camp out on one end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum. But the reality is it's like way more complex than we can even conceive with our human minds. Yeah. Because something that I just thought of that I literally just popped into my head was the scripture that talks about like, um, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ, mm -hmm. but also on the other hand, like sin separates us from God. Yeah. So like while nothing can pull us uh, or tear us away from, I, I don't, I can't remember the verse off the top of my head, but it's like from our father's under our father's wing. Um, I'm probably butchering this. I'll have to look this up later, but also like um, God is a God that like protects and sin like cannot be where he's at so mm -hmm. sin like, um divides us from mm -hmm. Christ like separates us from yeah. him yeah like, so it's like what do you do with that but I think it's it's also like once we become believers we're now on this process of sanctification and it's just building that intimacy with him and it's getting to experience and it's like stepping out like um, I'm thinking of like Paul talking about in Romans, how like once you were infants and you like drank spiritual milk and now you're like, now you're more mature. So you can handle like more mature things. And like, that's the beauty of walking with God is we always forever and ever always get to mature, always get to learn more, always get to understand more about God. But if you don't, um, fear him, you don't bring things to him. You're never going to get those revelations and you're never going to get that correction and that insight and that wisdom. Kind of like you were talking about with the earthly father. Like if yeah. you just hide everything from your parents, like you're never going to get, be able to get the impartation and the insight that they have on right. what you're going through. And so then you have this parent that's there who can like pour into you but you're you're not inviting it and you're not allowing it you're not bringing things into the light and so I think it's this same way with God where it's like there's a wealth of wisdom there's a wealth of knowledge just even in the Bible like there's so many scriptures in Proverbs and Psalms that talk about like the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and understanding like it's from that place which then we get to grow and mature and like respect him because he knows so his hot like his what's that verse in Isaiah his um thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher yeah. than our ways. Like there's so much more. And we're like, so foolish, honestly, to not tap into it and to not like crave that. And I think that's what I have something I've prayed for in my own life is just like a continual hunger 
for Mm. that for the more that it's like we never get like we never graduate Sunday school we never graduate all the bible stories like there's always more for us and more insight and like more just understanding and wisdom that we get to have um when God in his right place that is so good we want to be right beside God like as close to God as we can like if he is the fountain of knowledge and wisdom Mm -hmm. if he is the source of that it's kind of like if there's someone um that we like really look up to on earth that's like really good at this skill like we want to like be where they are you know like we want to be as close to them as we can to learn from them and like gain this like earthly Mm -hmm. skill or whatever that they're good at like just like that but like you know a hundred billion times more with with Jesus of like, I want to be so close to him that I receive that insight and wisdom that is eternal and like have eternal view of not just my life, but others lives, um, for like my friend, my family, my community to, um, help them have like an eternal perspective because our, um, our knowledge and wisdom isn't just meant for, us yeah it's like to share mm-hmm. right That's- and um, and so I we could go on and on but I think that that's a great place to um kind of wrap up and hopefully people it made people think about like what areas of my life am I not fearing God's power in this that I may be taking advantage of the grace mm-hmm. maybe on the opposite end um you know maybe I'm just like having an unhealthy fear yeah of the Lord and um praying that like you reveal a healthy relationship with him and what that looks like to balance the all-encompassing mm-hmm. like you were saying um the love and power and that takes humility on our part mm-hmm. to recognize God and view him as um, the powerful and majestic, you know, yeah. one that he is. So yeah. Haley, if people want to keep up with you and see what you're doing and just like get more encouragement from you, where can they connect with you online? Probably Instagram would be the best. So my personal page is at the Haley Kenyon. Um, that's kind of where I'm most active on. And then you can find like sound mind society through there. And then I'm also on TikTok at the Haley Kenyon. It's so my Instagram is the like T H E, and then my TikTok is T H E E Haley Kenyon. So TikTok's more just like fun and <laughs> dancing and all that kind of stuff. So I, I love following both. You guys go give her a follow <laughs> and see all the fun and encouraging work that you do on there and just thank you again for being my guest and I'm sure you will be back soon to talk about more amazing topics and we will see you guys on the next episode bye Bye. thanks for tuning in faith fam make sure to hit that subscribe button and follow me on social medias at faith and coaching talk soon